Hi everyone, I'm Sarah Baker and this is Mama Stories. I created Mama Stories after seeing how impactful sharing stories can be in overcoming the challenges of motherhood. I am where I am today because of the stories of so many amazing strong mamas and I want to share that with every mom I can. So follow along to laugh, cry, and be empowered. Right today on the podcast we have Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Hello, hello. So excited. Well, we're excited to have you. Uh, so, Crystal, for those that don't know you, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, I'm now Crystal Irving. Um, I've been married to my husband for the last <laughs> for no four years this year, but we've been together since 2008. And we have three little kids. Our oldest just turned five last week. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. So weird. And then we have a three and a one-year-old. And um, we're just moving and grooving, just going with it and figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slight hiccup, but we're yeah. back. Okay. Sorry about that. Anyway. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. So you were saying you have a five-year-old, just turned five, three and one-year-old. Yes. Okay. Yes. And the two oldest are 18 months apart. Okay. Wow. You have a handful. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I was not, it was, the first two were not planned. Um, <laughs> so that was never an intention to have them that close together. But, uh-huh. you know, I am really happy that it did happen because I always thought that I wanted like a good amount of time in between my kids and two to three years maybe I thought. But having them close together is just so special. Like the bond that they share already is so so precious to watch and like to watch it grow is huge and I do not regret it all I was really scared when I found out I was pregnant with our second one yeah because we were actually um in the midst of planning our wedding I think we were five months out from our wedding date oh wow and then I found out I was pregnant and so a little bit of a you know wet towel on a wedding celebration but so excited about it afterward. Everything worked out really well. Really, yeah. really well. And Were I, you first bum? Like, I can't drink at my wedding? Is that well, your first thought? I mean, thought? I don't... Yes? Yeah. Abs- yeah, absolutely. And then my bachelorette party, like my oh, bridal yeah. shower, like all of it. So it was just like, uh, we'll definitely have a vow renewal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to come along. But it was a little... I, I don't want to say like disappointed but I was bummed you know I didn't get to celebrate the way that I had the idea of my wedding going in my head but I I have my jacks now and I couldn't be happier about that so that's good that's so good yeah okay so your first two were not planned but your third was planned yes she was planned and um it was kind of more of I really wanted a girl and so I was being crazy and looking up all the like Chinese gender charts and like when they say like the age and your lunar month and whatever. And if you get pregnant on this like time of month, you'll have a girl. And it worked? It worked. <laughs> wow. But I don't want to like, I don't want to put a lot of, you know, eggs in that basket because it was just, I want to say it was very lucky and I don't know how it happened really, (laughs) but it did work. And I tried those gender charts off of like Google that you find everywhere. And so, (laughs) and they were right for my boys too. Yeah. So that I was just one of the ones that got lucky. Maybe it does work then. Or I'm just really lucky. Okay. One or the (laughs) other. My sister has three boys and a girl. Her youngest is a girl. She wanted a girl the whole time. And I don't know what she, maybe I should ask her if she did anything crazy to find out. But I remember when she was wanting to have a girl, she thought about those types of things. Like, how can I have a girl? My first introduction into like, you can kind of select a gender. Um, I, I did not do that, but I feel like if I was like really wanting something, Girl, when you have two boys (laughs) and then you're like, I just need a little princess in my life. You will try many things yeah (laughs) Dustin and I really wanted a boy so I feel like when we found out Grayson was a boy we were like yes what a sigh of relief kind of kind of yeah I think that we both thought it was a girl though we were both ready for a girl okay we had like a name picked out I had the nursery planned and then the gender party came and it was a boy so 
We were super happy. Yeah, and probably super surprised too. Very surprised because we both wanted a boy. So we were like, "No way are we going to get a boy." And then, and then we did. But I feel like if it was the other way around, we probably would have been like, "What can we do to get a boy?" Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. You know, you just do crazy things for those kids. Yes, (laughs) that's true. That's motherhood, right? All right. So you planned your last one, and are you going to have any more? Yes, we plan on having four. I've convinced my husband. (laughs) moved to four at this point and the only thing that I want with our next kid I don't care if it's a boy or girl you know obviously just want a healthy yes healthy baby number one to a summer birthday (laughs) hey that's important Uh, it really is because yes I have so Jax and Riley are both in winter um my birthday is January 1st Jax is January 6th Riley is February 4th and then Maddox has May 30th. So he's okay. But it's like, I, you know, I got to have some sunshine. I got to be able to have a party at a park once a year. Yeah. Like, that's it. And so that's my, the biggest thing. I just want to get pregnant so I can have a baby in the summertime. That is so funny. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted Grayson's birthday to be in October. And so I just didn't think we were going to get pregnant. We were so fortunate to get pregnant so easily, but, um, I just thought we'd have to try for a long time. So I was like, let's just try. And then then it just happened. just happened. So Grayson's original due date was actually three days before my birthday. And I was like, man, I either want him born on my birthday or before. Because I don't want to share. I don't want to. I want it to be like really far before or on my birthday. Oh, okay, I see. Because yeah, I yeah. didn't want it to be so close that it like overlaps so much. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I got lucky because he was born on the 31st of August. So it worked out good. Uh, my birthday is September That's 6th. That's a good time of year, too, to have it a birthday. It's great. That's a really good time of year. Yeah, I get to do the parks outside. Sorry. <sighs> I'm hoping to be hey, there with December you Hey, December 12th? That's a good time to shoot for because that's when we got pregnant. And Okay, okay. That's August good. Yeah, I was thinking, I think my time frame is like, start being very um, you know, active, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hey, we're allowed to talk and, about sex. Yeah, there you go. That, well, okay. babies are made somehow yeah. um, in October. So I was like, as long as it's like in fall, you know, yeah. not, not too late until like November or December, then I should be like fine with like a July, yeah. early August. So. Yeah. Just after December 12th, stop. Because then okay. you're in September and no Push more. Push Travis away, lock yeah. him out of the house. Done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Yes. Okay. So, um, Talk to us a little bit about your motherhood journey. So you okay. had your first child. He was not planned. Yes, he was not planned. Um, so I think in- initially, like just going back, um, I've always known that I've wanted to have a family. And it's like been my biggest goal, like since I can remember. And so my husband, when I met him, we both wanted big families, wanted, you know, lots of kids, just chaos and the whole nine yards. And so we, um, we didn't try until, well, we didn't really try until we had our daughter, obviously. So we were together for eight, no, 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 seven or six years before we had our first kid. And we were still pretty young. I think I was 24 Mm -hmm. when I had Maddox. So, um, that was a really, interesting time I guess very interesting um I was living in Seattle and we had just moved back from Ellensburg about a year beforehand Travis was doing the paramedicine program out in central and we were kind of just figuring out where we were going to be what we wanted to do and all of that stuff we moved back to the city and um you know time passed got pregnant and then we're like, uh, so Seattle is so much fun, so great. No way we can afford to raise a child here. Yeah. Not going to happen. And we came back to Gig Harbor where we had our son and um, we lived there for about a year before we decided to branch out into Port Orchard and find a home. And so, and I never thought I would be back in Port Orchard, like be in Port Orchard yeah. or anywhere like close to where... I grew up and, yeah. you know, went to high school and all that stuff just because I had such a um, rough history there. My, um, I had, oh, I, don't, I don't even know how to word this. Um, so my stepdad was sent to prison because he mm. um, was found guilty for rape and molestation against me oh for my, my life. 
And so I was a little um, torn on coming back to this place because I didn't want to be close to there. Yeah. And so um, being here, actually, though, it's so special and like having my family and just coming from a different, you know, yeah. home and giving my kids a different life and a different perspective on the world, too, has been really special. So, yeah, yeah it's been Man, great. That I did not know that. Yeah. And a lot of people. <laughs> I don't talk about it too often, but yeah, it's, yeah. I can um, imagine. I, it was, it was a long time. I, th I would, he started, um, abusing me when I was about six and it lasted until I left my house at 16. Wow. And then I just, I got a job. I bought myself a car and I left and I finished high school at Central Kids Up and, um, I just worked and then I met Travis and, you know everything worked out really well. Wow. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of trauma to come from. Oh, was yeah. that, I mean, when you were going through starting a family, mm -hmm. did that bring back any of that? Was that like a hard thing to have to get through? Oh, absolutely. There's fears that I still face, uh, you know, every day, like uh, to a lot of people, they're irrational, you know, but it's stuff that I've been through and stuff that I have to think about that, you know, my kids do face these dangers or, you know, something could happen to them because, the person that was supposed to love me the most hurt me the worst. Yeah. So, you know, there's just, there's so many things to kind of, you know, tiptoe around and try to figure, figure out how to navigate. But, um, I'm just so, so thankful that I was able to kind of get past it. And during that time too, like, I just, I've always known, like, I don't want, like, I want to have a real, like, I want to have a good family. I want to have a white picket fence. Like, I want to have yeah. just an amazing partner who, like, loves my children and loves mm. me. And and I, I just, I always had that, even going through that. And so being able to find someone, you know, at the age, when Travis and I held like 19 when we met, like, mm -hmm. I just felt like, like, the stars had aligned. Like, this Ugh. was meant to be. And, you know, all of the pain and stuff that I went through previously, like, it was for this and like for this moment that I'm in now to have these like beautiful children, this beautiful husband, like my beautiful house. Like I just feel so fortunate for that. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's been not the most, uh, you know, mainstream <laughs> journey by any yeah. means, but it's, yeah. you know, it's definitely humbled me and it helps me put a lot of things into perspective as well. Cause I just, every day I know how lucky I am and how lucky my kids are. Yeah. Did you um, go back to work after you had your son? Uh, Maddox, I worked with all the kids except for Riley. So my last one is the only one that I haven't gone back to work with. And okay. after we had her, we were, um, I, or I was done working. Yeah. And so actually when I got pregnant with her, I had just gotten a job at the shipyard and I was super excited for it, but I was like, Oh, like, I know that I'm not going to work. Cause we knew that if we had another kid, I wasn't going to go back to work. Like there's, I would yeah. have to stay home and be with them but um so I was like oh man I'm kind of missing out on that opportunity but it's been you know a blessing like I love being able to be home with them every day see how they grow you know be in charge yeah. of like what they learn and how they do it so my um did you put your first sorry what's your first son's name I'm sorry Maddox Maddox okay yeah. so did you put Maddox into daycare then or did you have no at the time I had um my mom was able to help watch him oh okay. and so I would actually no 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 when I first had him um I was with Starbucks and so I would work the opening shift and I would work until my husband had to go off of work and then I would come home be with Maddox and then he would go to work Oh, wow. Yeah, so we kind of just switched off like that. I was doing, like, 3 a.m. to, like, 8 or 9, you know, nothing, like, huge, but early. And um, we did that for a while, and I don't remember when, but there was a, a period of time where my mom would help, like, watch Maddox if I, so nice. you know, had to go in, and, it, you know, it, it was great. It really helped out, but after a while, I was like, it just wasn't worth it, like, being at a place that I wasn't necessarily super happy with and yeah. I wasn't really benefiting anything from like yeah. my joy wasn't there like I wasn't receiving anything from it so I was just like I would so much rather be 
home with like the people I love most. Like, yeah. That's where I want to hey, be. Hey, I hear you on that. That's yeah. like our whole life mission. Yeah. You guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's our whole life mission. So I, I asked that because I feel like going through a trauma like that in mm-hmm. your childhood, it would be hard. I have a really hard time. Um, I don't want to say relinquishing control, but like giving grace into anybody. It's like a, it's a internal battle for me to like give him to somebody, even a family member. Uh, but I wonder if going through a trauma like that when you're younger, if that is like intensified or I've never had a stranger watch my children. Never, never, never. And I don't, I probably never will. Like, unless, I mean, I feel like I'd have to have like, you know, my arm cut off and like on the way to the hospital, like, okay, like watch my kids. Like there's, <laughs> I just, I don't see a scenario where that would happen Yeah, for the most part. And yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I just, that's, um, that's really tough. And I think it's great that you are trying to, um, set a different path for them, yeah. um, and work really hard for that and diligent for that because that is, um, it's really showing of your strength. Oh, thank you. Not just as a mom, but as a woman, being able to go through that and then being able to say, no, I'm not going to let that trauma define me and I'm going to move forward. Yeah. And I totally agree because there are a lot of different paths I think I could have taken mm-hmm. in, um, in order to deal with the stuff that I was dealing with. And I'm just really happy that I was strong enough to just, you know, be like, no, like you work you are gonna make like a normal life for yourself and you're gonna have like a beautiful family someday and just gotta work for it yeah that's exactly what I did like with um some help from therapy (laughs) good but um, oh everybody should be in therapy oh my gosh or a podcast either or just a podcast whatever I that's how I do my therapy is through podcasts honestly or just like a good (laughs) girlfriend yes yeah I can I cannot praise them enough they're amazing they have gotten me through so many like bumps through this motherhood journey like yeah it's been insane so but. you had two littles and you were working mm-hmm. so talk about the challenges with that well I mean just I mean I feel like the most common one that people would bring up is just you feel like you're missing those moments like I remember my mom telling me something like oh Maddox or Maddox did something or Jax did something and I was just like you didn't try to send me a picture or and they're like, well, it was just like in the moment, like I didn't have my phone. I was like, and I, you know, and I couldn't like blame someone else for that. Like, yeah. because I wasn't there. And so after, you know, those moments, like they were hurtful. And I think I was really hard on myself as a mom too. Like mm-hmm. you need to figure out a way to like be able to be there for those moments and work and do this stuff. But realistically, like it, you can't like it's, you can't be in five places at once and right. be there for every moment. So, um, I, that definitely contributed to my husband's and I are in mine um, decision to me not working when we had our next kid. Yeah. Cause there's, yeah, it was just too much to miss out on. And like he already has to miss out on it. So I like, we both should not be missing out on that. Like one of us has to be there. Yeah. Not even just that, but like, I feel like with, me like we're with we're with Grayson all the time I interchange their names so Grayson sometimes is Dustin Dustin sometimes is Grayson I'll try my best to be clear about which one I'm talking about but um we you know we're fortunate we get to be there all the time uh but that is exhausting like it's great do you have to take a time out sometimes and be like I just need a moment or uh yeah we do we don't though we do need that we don't do it that much okay um and that's something we're working on is being better about uh taking that time because we are really it's it's hard for both of us to leave him the guilt is real the guilt is real real. like oh can you do you remember the first time you ever felt mommy guilt like it was two weeks after I had Maddox and I was just like I'm gonna go to a yoga class like and I lasted 30 minutes away from him and I came back home because I just felt so freaking guilty. Like, <sighs> and I was just like, I should like, ugh, I, in that, you know, with the first time doing that, I was like, you know, I should be there for my kid. Like, I don't need to do this right now. Like he needs me. Like, not, I don't need this and all of this stuff. But by kid three, you know, I'm like, no, like they're going to be okay. Yeah. They're not even really going to know that you're gone. Like we tell ourselves that they're going to miss us. They don't. And 
it's gotten so much easier to figure it out now and give myself the timeouts that I need in order to make myself a better mom. Yeah. Because if I didn't have those, I would not be the best mom that I could be. And that would just break my heart. Yeah. So. Yeah. Timeouts are good. Um, well, I guess in both regards, right? Like oh. your kids and no. Yes. I swear that's how my oldest learned how to count was be, for me. I'm like, all right, you get in the corner and you can't get out till you count to 10. So. Oh my gosh. That's a good timeouts. tip. I'm going to take that and put it in my right. pocket. Grayson is like right in the like tantrum toddler. Like I just, sometimes I'm like, if you just tell me exactly what you want, I will give it to you. Right? Like, is it a yes. chocolate chip cookie? Do you want a car? I don't know. But like, I will do what I can to give it to you. If you just tell me why you're upset, like so what's hard. happening. So, hard. Um, so he's like right in that phase. So I'm going to take the counting tip. Right? Yeah. Try to use that. They can't say many words, but they can definitely say some numbers. So. Yeah. <laughs> Grayson says two. That's it. Only oh, because he doesn't, he always wants two of something, like two cookies, two crackers, oh, two that's this. Funny. So he knows two. Yes. At least he'll know how old he is in the next few months. Well, that's you know? why I keep telling him. I'm like, you're two. You're two. My husband's like, he's not two. I'm like, yeah, but when he is two, he'll be able to say it. And, and he'll look, look real really smart. smart. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so I'm like coaching him every day. I'm like, you're two. Hold up two that's fingers. That's hilarious. Yeah. You're on it. Good oh, job. Man. <laughs> Which I'm sure stems a lot from mommy guilt too, if we were to unpack right. that a little bit. But let's not do that yes. for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, no, mommy guilt is real. Mm-hmm. And I actually just went to a retreat and um, like an overnight camping thing where I did some stuff for mama stories. And I met a mom who's son was six weeks old and she was there oh my gosh not to stay overnight just to hang out but I was right when I found out I gave her a standing ovation I was like okay I don't care I was in a kayak and I was like you know what like oh my good job because that is so hard to be away I mean I it took me a long time yeah to just even like go get coffee on my own like a long time that was a really hard thing for me and I don't know if it was mommy guild or postpartum or what it was but I think it's all just like wrapped into that right like you're worried they're gonna normal so normal it is it's so normal and so bad at the same time right like you just want to tell every mom go to your yoga class like stay the whole time they will be fine yes yeah we recently just left Grayson for a whole week oh uh uh-huh how did Um, that go I mean, I cried probably the first, like, three days. Uh-huh. It was bad. Three days? I thought you were going to say three hours. No, three days. Oh. I mean, not all, not all the time. Yeah, I, but. I had a good time. But for sure, I mean, I cried when we got in the Uber. I could, didn't <laughs> sleep the night before. It was so bad. Oh, my god. By, like, the fourth day, I was like, okay, I'm good. I can start to enjoy this. But it's hard. It's, like, never leaves you, you know? I'm, yeah. You're worried about them. You f- don't want them to be sad. I don't know why I kept thinking, I hope Grayson's not hungry. Isn't that silly? He's with his grandparents. I'm sure he was like full to the brim. But I was like, so funny. what if he's hungry and no one knows he's hungry? Like, that's, I feel like that's something my husband would do. Like his mom, Angel, best person in the world. So great. And when she take, when I think it, it was probably earlier on. He doesn't do it as much now. But with our two oldest, he would, you know, like, oh, mom, like do this. Or, oh, mom, make sure you don't. I'm like, she raised you and you are alive and well. Like, let her, she's okay to watch our yeah. kids for a few minutes, okay? <laughs> like, let her do her thing. They will be fine. But he was just like, no, oh, you, you got to make sure you do I'm like, she has way more experience <laughs> than you, honey. Like, just let her do that it. That is please. funny. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like I'm that person, like, and I'm sure it's super annoying. But I also am like, it's also was a long time ago that you had babies, mm-hmm. you know, like I trust them, but yes, it's been a long time since they've had the baby and the like fall into the corner of a table and right. Well, I, <laughs> um, Travis's sister, amazing, very organized, you know, very on top of stuff. She, um, had her daughter, her daughter's going to be three in November and she had, Travis's parent or their parents um go to grandparent classes and do classes (laughs) and so and you know they were totally up for it great but I just I was like is that offensive or (laughs) is that an excellent idea is that a refresher course or are you saying you did a poor job raising me what what does that mean (laughs) but you know they did it and everything they're you know the people that we would have first to watch our kids and yeah we're so lucky to have them yeah well (laughs) that cruise we were on 
we had met a couple with a baby that was the same age as Grayson. He was there. And they were like, you're so lucky to have oh, they brought him. Yeah, they brought him on to the cruise. That's 17 brave. months. And they were in the like <laughs> fancy restaurant eating. And they were like, you're, you know, you're so lucky to have grandparents watch your son. And I remember that was the moment I was like, okay. I am so lucky. I need to enjoy this because here's a couple a stranger, like, leading yeah. to like just enjoy our time. And then we enjoyed it a little too much that night. And so I had the whole next day to recover. It was great. Oh, I was like, fun. oh, man, this is kind of nice. And you're on a cruise. And like, I was on a cruise. What's better than, where did you yeah. guys go? We we did a, we just like to cruise. Uh-huh. We like the boat and all that. Oh, we don't okay. really get off. We're okay. kind of odd cruisers. Uh, but we went from L.A. to Vancouver. So we stayed really close. It's oh, okay, a okay. repositioning cruise, so they're cheaper. Okay. Um, I've never done any kind of cruise, so I don't oh, know anything about them. Girl, let me tell you to. about cruises. <laughs> they're the best thing in the world. Oh, I really I'm not kidding you. Best thing. I won't use this whole time to talk about okay, how amazing cruises are. but I need to hear are, a little bit about but them. I will tell you how awesome they are. No, they're really good. We've done three now. We did them for our honeymoon. Okay. We did them right before we got pregnant with Grayson, and then this one. Wait, so would you say they would be a good thing, like kid-friendly? or Yes. They are. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, I mean, I would prefer to go. No kids, obviously. Yeah. But uh. they are kid friendly. There's a lot of kids on board and they have like kids programs and stuff. Okay. It just depends on like the age. Like I feel like one might be a little hard because you're yeah. going to be with them all the time. Yeah, for sure. Um, but if they're like older and they can run around on their own, there's like a lot of kids activities for them to that do. That is really good to know. Cause I've been trying to think like, where are we going to have our next family vacation? Without having to like, you know, refinance our house. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, a cruise. Yeah. That's it's so fun. So good to know because I've been like, tr- you know, just trying to pull my hair out. Like we, I'm not going to take them to Mexico. I'm not going to like do that. I want them all in one place. So I don't have to worry about them. Like, yeah, you know. Well, and it's like a um, floating resort, like all your yeah. drinks and food and everything's included. So beautiful. It's like super easy. That sounds That's so why we nice. like it cuz it's easy to get drinks and food. Yeah, I, my husband my and I like to drink things. and eat. I love it too. Well, <laughs> cheers. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, oh my awesome. Well, that's good. Thank you for that yeah. too. You're welcome. That's good to know. Norwegian Cruise Line. Norwegian, hey, maybe oh. they'll sponsor no, this podcast. Shout out Norwegian. Yeah. I know. That's who we go through. They're amazing. I'm going to send it to them and see what they you think. You should. Yeah. Hey, mommies, go travel at Norwegian Cruise Line. See? Oh. How professional. And bring your family if you want. <laughs> Please use my code for a percentage off. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Sarah Baker, um, one hundred and one. I don't, I don't have one yet, but someday it might be there. That's not real. Don't do that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um. All right. So, what else? Like, what other? Um. I don't really know what I was gonna say, so I'm just gonna pause. What other. Um. Well, I have a question for you. Okay. Okay. So, for myself. I usually set like a New Year's mom resolution, if you will, Mm -hmm. like a resolution, you know, just something that I feel like will make me feel better as a mom and will benefit my children from, you know, me changing their fixing this thing. Do you have one? Mm, No. Okay. But I, um, I'll try not to get on my like. Uh, pedestal too much with this one I feel like a lot of moms are brought to pressure of society and I don't I I feel like it's my goal to figure out like why like who created this like mother goddess that exists Mm -hmm. so I find sometimes when I set goals like that that I often don't meet them and then it adds to my um mom guilt or my mom bar I'm trying to reach right try to be like the next perfect mom so it just doesn't work well for me um however I think it's always good to try to be the best version of yourself right like I'm all about like Mm self-improvement um and I believe if I like focus on loving myself and being good for me that I'll in turn be good for Grayson which is like what you were saying earlier with um mommy timeouts but yeah no I don't I don't do that I feel like I already have a lot of bars I'm trying to reach and I'm trying to figure out like oh. why I'm reaching for those bars you I know? had a resolution hands down like you number did. one was patience yeah I wanted to improve my patience I wanted to be more mindful of it and you know just make sure I wasn't reacting out of frustration or anything so that was like my number one thing for like my kids I was like I need to focus on my patience 
I need to pay attention to it. I need to make sure that it's like coming in and coming out and that no one is um, feeling intimidated by, you know, the pressures that I have, I guess, sure. and, you know, that I, that I don't release it on the kids. And so that was like a big thing for me was to check like, okay, like, is this necessary? Like, do they really need to be in trouble for this right now? Like, did I react well to that? Um, situation that just happened but and how do you I think that's great I love that um do you feel like you've worked on that yes okay good oh I'm think about it every day you do okay good yeah and you think about it like you have that type of dialogue in your head like how do I I reflect I um my favorite thing to do right now is just if I get to get up a little bit before the kids and I'll come downstairs I kind of just hang out by myself and I just think like how do I want this day to go like How am I going to feel better at the end of this day? And so, and most of the times it's if I know that my kids are happy and that our interactions were just great the whole day and I didn't feel guilty for any, you know, I didn't snap or I didn't like react to something that I shouldn't have reacted to. Yeah. And so that's my biggest thing because those were things that I would, at the end of the day, I would feel horrible about yeah like if I felt like I you know reacted too fast to my kid not listening to me or to them like yelling or hitting another kid on accident you know not always on accident but (laughs) doing you know doing something they shouldn't have been doing it just made me feel really crappy and I didn't want that and I don't want that ever I never want to feel like crap about my day with my kids I never want to feel that way And so, you know, at the end of last year, I was like, okay, like I need to focus in and zone in on these things that I know are affecting our relationships and I know are affecting my happiness. So I got to fix them. And so I'm just, you know, I try to reflect on it daily and make sure that I'm doing those things. And it, I feel like it's totally improved. I don't want to say my relationship with my kids because that's always great, but at least how I feel about my relationship with motherhood. Yeah, that's so good. So it's been, yeah, awesome. Yeah, that is really good. And I think it's important that you have that type of um, reflection or dialogue where you're saying like, okay, how can I do this differently? Because that's less of the like beating yourself up, right? Of being like, I'm a bad mom. Instead, you're like, okay, if I have a chance to do that again, how would I do that? Because I don't want to feel like a bad mom. Exactly. Yeah, yes. Okay. See, I'm, I can get down with that. Yeah. I so like that. That's like, yeah, that's one of my big things. It's just kind of, you know, reflecting is huge. Like if there's a lot of people, you know, call it meditation or whatever, but I call it ref- like my mom reflecting and I try to do it daily and just, it's really helped me. Like just my personal journey and growth with myself and you know, making my kids happy, that's always, you know, great. Making my husband happy, a priority. But you have to put yourself first, and it's so easy to lose yourself it when is. you have kids. It's yeah. so easy. And I can't tell you how many times I've had to reboot and learn everything again. After every kid, I have to, you know, learn how to keep my house clean. I have to learn how to take care of them. I have to learn how to keep them happy, keep me happy, get to the gym, get to, like, do all this stuff. So every single time there's that reboot – I have to reflect and I have mm-hmm. to be like, okay, what do I have to do to make sure that I don't feel like shit at the end of the day yeah. and that I feel like I'm doing the best I can do. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Hands that is, down. Yeah. Hey, that's really good advice. I think that's oh, good. You. And I think the rebooting is so big. I remember when I was, um, oh gosh, how old would have Grayson been? Just a few months old. Cause it would have been mother's day, 2018. I'm obsessed with Ellen. Ellen oh my gosh, DeGeneres. I love Ellen. Be yeah. kind to each other. Yes, yes. exactly. Love, love Ellen. Um, this is also a sponsorship from Ellen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dreams. <laughs> um, so I watch her religiously, and Grayson, I feel like that was probably like his first word was Ellen. He doesn't actually say it, Ellen, but he says Ellen. But he knows who she yeah, is. He, That's cute. <laughs> yeah, he knows who it is. Because uh, we used to watch her all the time. But so sh- it was like one day, and um, gosh, I'm going to, I can't remember who was on. Oh my gosh. Uh, Jessica Alba, Jessica okay. Biel. I don't even I like know. Both, so. Okay. Gosh, I should know before I tell the story. Anyway, she came on and it was a mother's day and it was like, you know, Ellen gives away everything to all these expecting moms. So the audience is all these expecting moms. And so I remember whoever this actress was and I will correct myself. I bet later. it was Alba of mother's day. She was expecting moms. I think she was pregnant. Okay. Maybe it was her. I'm a creep. I, yeah. Well, see, I, I'm not very good at the celebrity. Um, thing. I, I know her Ellen. stories. <laughs> 
I know Ellen. I'm like, I'll know who Ellen is, but everybody else, I'm going to be like, I don't, I know you're famous. I don't know how. Okay. It's, that's how I do it. That's hilarious. Okay. Um, but I remember she said to these moms, she was like, you will get, she was saying like, you know, it doesn't matter if you breastfeed or if you bottle feed, if you go back to work, if you don't go back to work, like all these things. And then she's like, you will get your body back. You will get your life back. You will get. And I just remember sitting there and like crying because I thought, oh my gosh, like I totally needed, I needed to hear that because I was totally in this space of like, this is so different. And I think that you saying that you've had to reboot several times is so important for moms to hear that maybe are on their second one or their third one. So they know like, okay, if I'm feeling this emotion again, mm -hmm. that it's okay. Cause I know I'm going to yes. have a reboot and it just comes in time. I just had it with my last one. Like, you know, I had just gotten to a place in my body and I lost the weight and I was so happy and I found out I was pregnant. Still very happy, but I was like, shoot, like, yeah. what can I do different this pregnancy to, you know, make sure I don't like put on all that weight because I, you hear the stories about moms that breastfeed and they lose all the weight. I'm the exact opposite. I gain, like I can, wow. I look at a piece of food and I gain 20 pounds. Like I, <laughs> it's horrible. And so I'm just completely opposite so I gain weight every single time and with the last one you know I I gained more weight after I had her so I was heavier four months after I had her than I was like the day I went into the labor and I was wow like, why does this keep happening and so she is now and I'm sure that's really frustrating right because people tell you what should be happening right? and, and that's like, not your experience. But like, luckily for me, I have a great OB and with my first, he kind of reminded me, you know, obviously everyone's different and he's like, but these body types go back into the hunter gatherer days and mm. you are just a different body type. Like y your body is made to create children and to hold on to stuff to make sure they survive and to make sure you survive. I was like, well, that's a really nice way to put it. So <laughs> You're like, but my I'll jeans just, I'll just stop going to the gym, I guess, but because <laughs> nothing's working. Um, but it, you know, that was really good to hear. But honestly, like, so with my last one, I am now just in my space of feeling like me again and being happy and you know, not being burdened down or you know, not really burdened, but just having that constant thought of like this baby weight, this baby weight, like my body's changed. Everything's different. And it's just something that with every kid, it doesn't like every single kid has been the same. It's just on my mind every single day. Yeah. And so, you know, I stopped breastfeeding in February and I started like really coming like, like, okay, we're going to restart the gym. Like we're going to go to the gym every day. Like, we're just going to get this going. Like we're going to figure it out. Like you, cannot be in your head like this every day it's not good for you it's not good for like your kids to see it's not good yeah. for anything and so January restarted my gym membership since November I've lost like 50 pounds wow and you know it's just it's falling back into place again and it happens like every time but it takes like a year after I have the kids and it's a hard year yeah it's a really hard year well so. and it's a hard year like just in general, well, everything right? else in general. And then you're in your head about like your body stuff, which is the last thing you should be thinking about because yeah. like, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's a journey. Yeah. <laughs> it's it is a, a journey. journey. It is a journey. Yeah. I'm really glad that you shared that because, um, the goal is to normalize motherhood. And I think sometimes things are painted to be something that they're not like Absolutely. you lose a bunch of weight when you breastfeed. So moms are breastfeeding to a point potentially of like they're uncomfortable and they're not happy doing it. And that's the key, right? Like happy mom, happy Absolutely. baby. Like yes. that's what it, that's what it is. So whatever works for you is really important. So I'm glad you shared that. And it does take a long time. Like Grayson's too. And I would say, I think my body journey is more of like a mental one. Like mm -hmm. mine's more just like, okay, I do love my body. I do love what it does, right? Like it birthed a baby and I'm so fortunate that it was able to do that. And my arms are what he snuggles with and my legs are what he wraps his little arms around right now. Like yes. I'm trying to remember those things, but it's hard. It's totally a daily thing for me. Like I have to remember that body shaming myself because I was able to birth a human is like outside super ridiculous to say, but it is an internal battle and you have to be like, okay, 
Sarah, I'm, I'm not kidding. kidding every day. Like, it's something I thought about every day, and I would get so down on myself. And it just, it's, you know, you can't, you can only be like, you know, you can only tell someone so much, but you can't say, like, stop doing that. Stop thinking about your body. Like, yeah. it just, it happens, and it sucks. Yeah. But, you know, as long as people know, like, there is an insight, and, like, you are just beautiful, and you are strong, and you've already done so much, and you just need to be grateful for the body that you do have, yeah. that bird, that beautiful baby that you have sitting next yeah. to you, and, you know, the six-pack will come, the defined arms will come, but yeah. right now, like... Or they won't, and that's yeah. okay. And if they don't, whatever. At yeah. least you still got that cute baby. Yeah. So <laughs> even if they're, like, a little harsh of a teenager, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> But yeah, that's a hard part. Yeah, like that, it's a really like hard part. That like that's a mental like mind f. Yeah, that part right there. And so, and it, for a lot of moms too, like I have my girlfriend who we have all kids like around the same age. She was the body type that as soon as she like breastfeeding, she just turned into like a scarecrow, just a stick figure. And I was like, how do you do it? Yeah, like how are you? And I just I would get so down on myself about it. And it's just it's not like. It's, it's hard to tell someone not to do it, but you know, it's not, it's not worth it. Like just try to stay positive. Yeah, it is hard. It is hard. I totally know what you mean. Cause you're, you want a mom to hear this and be like, don't do it. Stop. But, yes, but it's like, you know, someone, we can all say know to they're going to like, no, do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. It's like in high school when they give you advice, you're like, I'm an adult. I know what I'm talking about. I'm like, I have no idea. What yeah. mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So you just brought up something that I would love to hear your perspective on, which is like the comparison okay bug that I think sometimes we get like you're comparing yourself to the mom um can you tell us about a time when maybe that happened other than breastfeeding like a comparison moment well I mean just in general you can go to a play date and see someone's house and be like oh my gosh how do they have all their laundry done and dishes done and um, like their kids crap isn't everywhere how do they do that or you know they are doing all these extra things with their lives or, you know, educating themselves and taking these opportunities to, you know, further themselves in lives. And there's, it's so easy to compare yourself and make yourself feel like you're not doing enough. Yeah. And the most you can really say, I think is like, you shouldn't do it, but really you just have to reflect on your own life. And like, look at all the things I do do. I keep this human alive every day. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes cook a great dinner for my family <laughs> I do this so it's like you sometimes know, I order a nice pizza exactly sometimes <laughs> I go to Costco and I get a delicious chicken bake so <laughs> you know it's it, it is what it is it's hard you know you can say not to do it you know like the body thing but it's gonna happen and you just have to remember that everybody is on their own journey and you are on your own and you're doing the best as you can do and if you're not you gotta yeah. Like try a little bit harder then if you have a little more energy, put it into something else. And I don't think you can go wrong because you're only going to feel better about it. You're yeah. only going to be, you're only going to feel better about the things that you accomplished during the day that help like, you know, your existence, your family's existence. So, yeah. I mean, that's my opinion. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I agree with you. I think I wondered cause your kids are older. You said five, five, three and one. So yeah. I was wondering if it stopped at a certain point because for me, I'm in the like toddler phase. And so it's a lot of, um, like major milestones that are happening on a daily basis, right? It's like, first you go from sitting up to crawling, to walking, to talking, to like, you know, those now it's going to be potty training is like the next milestone. Right. And yes. I, do find myself like I see other moms in the same realm that have kids the same age and I'm like oh Grayson's not doing that or oh I haven't done that yet or gosh I didn't even know there was time to switch him out of a big boy or a crib to a big boy bed like these things that um seem really prevalent because they are just like these natural steps that have to happen I was wondering if it continued at you know, age five when oh, you're oh yeah okay 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 um I mean I would say so like a little bit. There's always a little bit of competition, healthy competition, I would say, with, yeah. you know, other moms and your kids in general. But really, I would never put that on Maddox. And it, it would all, I would never want to reflect that on or put that onto him. It would all be on me and things that I can do to improve to help him. But um, yeah, absolutely. I feel like there's, you know, 
there's always going to be a kid better. Maddox is in soccer and jujitsu right now. There's going to be a kid that's better than better than him at jujitsu. There's going to be a kid that's better than him at soccer. There's going to be a kid that can count higher. There's going to be a kid that has like can have clearer speech. And so, yeah, I do get self-conscious because especially for Maddox and like my son Jax, like I feel like they don't have the most clear speech. And that's something that like I hear kids like speak really well. And I'm just like, how did you do that? (laughs) Mine doesn't like. Has he been doing that for a while or? Like, yeah, that's always like the it? question, right? Like, like, did that just happen yeah, in natural front of me? Or? Or? <laughs> like, he doesn't do that, right? That's not, no, no. So, yeah, that's, no, absolutely. I think, and I think that'll remain throughout until your kid, until you die, really. Because yeah. you just, you want the best for them. And it's like, or well, for me, I'm competitive. I'm really competitive. Yeah. No, that's for me, sorry. No, not that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a competitive, um, I think the biggest thing, like, beg, borrowing, and stealing from other moms is so important. Like, that's how I do motherhood today, right? Like, I see a mom do something, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to take that. That's what Pinterest is. And try it on (laughs) and see if I like it, right? Yeah. Um, But now your kids are older. I mean, at least Maddox is old enough to maybe even start to see that himself. Yes. Right? Like, oh, that person's better at me at soccer. Yes. How do you handle that as a mom? Oh, I tell him to try harder. Yeah. I said, if you try harder and you practice hard, you'll be as great as he is. Yeah. And so, and that's, I know it's, I have a really, I'm not the like normal kind of, you know, like, well, as long as you have fun, it'll be great. I'm like, no, you try harder, you work harder, you'll be better then. I think the like, proof is in the pudding in that, right? <laughs> like Macklemore's song of like 10,000 hours, right? But like you yeah. got to put in the work to get and the so result. That's yeah. really the mindset that I have. And I think that's, you know, it comes from my history too is like I always knew that like if I wanted something I had to work for it or else I wouldn't get it and so that's kind of the mindset that I instill into my children like if you want more you work harder you want better you be better so it's I think that's great advice oh I I think either one is good yeah it's hard too because that's not for everyone yeah and my sister is more like you like she is like like her kids wrestle they're older they're 14 and 12 and she'll be like don't tap out don't yeah. tap out. You let them like, tap out. Like she is, yes. but my sister is like a badass. Okay. Like as I say, I'm a little, we didn't inherit those like, genes <laughs> down here. It was more her. She's crazy, crazy, cool. Crazy, crazy cool. Good. There you go. Oh yes. my gosh. No. Just Edit clarify that. that. Clarify. <laughs> really freaking cool. <laughs> really awesome. No, but she really is. She's crazy competitive. She's like, and that's how she was growing up too. So yeah. that's the advice she would give to them. And I feel like I would maybe do the opposite with Grayson. I would do what you were just saying of like that. Let's just have fun. Like, let's just enjoy it. But then there's probably parts of me that would bring out that competitive nature and be like, get him. Like, which I hear like soccer practice. Like, oh, you're having fun. Great job. I'm like, no, Maddox, like you score a goal. You keep that ball from going, you know, either way. I'm like, you make sure that you have that ball. You make sure that you pass to your teammates and no one else gets it. And I'm, I'm over the top. So like, and I know, like I hear myself at his like soccer practices. I'm like, this is a five-year-old soccer practice. You need to reel it back, girl. Like this is not okay. People are looking at you. And so, but it's, it's, you know, it's a hard thing to kind of navigate too. It's like, am I instilling too much like competitive, like nature in them? Is there such or, a thing? I don't, I don't know. know. As no, long as they're know. good sports, I think that's the thing yeah. you really have to like that's true there is like twofold right like you want him to win but you also want him to pick the player up when they fall exactly and that's something that I tell my kids daily like if you can be or you can be anything in this world what is the most important thing to be kind yeah that's it like and you can ask like any of my kids that and that's they're gonna be their answer because we say it every single day yeah and it's just like yeah you can lose like you can do all this stuff it does not matter. The most important thing to be is kind to people and everything else will fall into place. Yeah. So that, I mean, as long as I think we're teaching our children that, everything will be great. Yeah. Like, the rest just, is history. Just be kind. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, that's, yeah, that's the biggest thing with my kids. And I think that we need to remember that too, like to be kind. And when I say we, I'm not speaking for every mom, okay? Don't get offended. <laughs> right here in this room. <laughs> um, but we also need to be kind to other moms. Like yeah. sometimes I see a mom with like a kid at the grocery store or at the restaurant and they are having 
a meltdown and I see people like give eyes or act as if it's like a bothersome. Mm-hmm. And I always look at Grayson cause of course he's a baby and he's staring at them. And I'm like, you know what? It's way harder for the mom than it is for anybody else in this so room. Much. Like Ugh. you guys can stare, have your opinion, but it is way harder for her to have to be dealing with that than any of us. So let's just yeah. and give like, her some patience. Recognizing that and like re- being like, you know what? I'm going to give that girl a shout out. Like when you walk by, I'm like you're killing it. Like, yeah, great job. It goes so far. And I can't tell you like how many times I've had like a mom come by. I'm like, you're doing great. And it just, it helps. Like you're like, thank you. I'm not. <laughs> thank you. But you are. See, so- <laughs> I just think it's like, we're so hard on ourselves. Like we have to, like someone says we're doing great. And we yeah. instantly say like, oh, but oh, maybe not oh, so great. Oh, you don't see everything. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's really easy. There's to not a handbook. Down. Okay. Yeah. There's like a hundred million different books about people's opinions about motherhood. Yes. There's no true handbook on no, how to there, do motherhood. Every one of those little stinkers is really freaking different. Yeah, like, they are. My first or my second. Oh my gosh. Totally different. So different. So different. And like, I've seen, have you seen that one comedian who is like, you know, your first kid, amazing, like doesn't scream about everything, just like kind of hangs out. You're like, I should have a second kid. You have a second kid, they come along, feral. Exactly what <laughs> happened to me. Jax is like my wild man. Like, if he's home, he'll be on, on top of the fridge, like climbing up there. He oh is gosh. just. A wild child that does not learn from his mistakes yet, hopefully. But it's, yeah, it's, it takes time to I, learn that skill. Oh, man. I don't know when it's going to come, but it's not here yet. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's coming. That is funny. Yeah. Well, we're, I, like I've told you, we're one and done. Grayson's our yeah. one and only. But um, I've heard that a lot that like the first and the second are different. Um, and so I always wonder like if we had another kid, how they would be. Cause I feel like Grayson is super wild at times and then super chill. At, like he's just like up and down, like he could sit and like hang out and he loves to watch like football games with Dustin, which is so surprising. He so could watch cute. like a whole game. Gosh. Um, he actually watched a whole golf tournament while we were gone on the cruise with his grandpa. I was like, golf, really boring. Can That's we pick something, something else? that. Travis's dad would like dream about. Oh, I don't know what it is. Down watching a whole tournament. Like that's that's my son. But then he's he's also like up the. (laughs) (laughs) He is perfect. But then he's also like up the next minute, climbing on something, grabbing his hammer, banging on the thing that's not supposed to be hammered. Like just all the things that are kids, right? Yeah. So I wonder what our second would would have been like if we would have gone for that. Oh, you never know. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a scary dice to roll. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, the the chances aren't you know great in either direction. So it's yeah. <laughs> it's a scary toss for sure. Yeah. What? So you want four kids? Mm-hmm. So what's your draw to like a big family? Um. Well, I'm the oldest of six. Oh, so from, you have a big family? Yeah. I well, I my mom. Um, she has six children, and then recently. Random fun fact. I just met my biological dad. Like, I want to say I found him in April. Okay. And we just met in person for the first time at the end of, or in May. No, at the end of April. And then him and his family came to stay with us for Maddox's birthday for a day. Wow. And so it's just been, uh, wait, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, more rosé. Wait, wait, more wait what rose. happened? I'm like, where, where was I going with this? Um, oh my gosh, now I just forgot. <laughs> but we were talking about wanting a big family. Oh, wanting a big family. Okay, so sorry. Yeah, so I just met him and he has um, three biological kids and three stepkids. Okay. So six on his side. So by blood, I technically have eight siblings. Wow. Yeah, crazy. And which I didn't know until recently, but I've always just like, you know, the five that I had here that I've always known, you know, I, and I'm six or seven years older than my young, my oldest little brother here. Okay. So there was a good time frame in between us. And then my sisters, I have 16 years and 21 years between us. Wow. So, I mean, I've always kind of take, taking care of kids, I guess you can say, because I've always mm-hmm. been old enough to take babysit and take care yeah. of my mom's kids. And um, it's, I don't know. I just like, I 
knew that I loved them and I knew that I loved my family, but I knew that I wanted something different. Yeah. And so I knew that I wanted like that kind of community, I guess you could say in a sense, but I wanted it at a different, uh, in a different setting. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think that was the biggest thing. Like I just, I've always loved my siblings and knowing that they were there and like, I'm not as close to them as they are to each other because I'm older than them. But, um, yeah, seeing the relationship that they could have and just seeing other sibling relationships too of people that are really close with their siblings is something that I've always wanted and I want for my kids. And it just seems so special. And I just pray that they my kids love each other when they get older and they get along and want to hang out and want to be a part of each other's lives. Yeah, yeah, it is really special. My sister's are like my best friends. I love that. It makes me, I don't feel like I've ever had like, oh, I've been friends with this person since I was in preschool. You know, those types of relationships. We moved a lot when I was a kid and we've moved a lot now. And so I just feel like um, my sisters have always kind of been that, you know, like even my greatest friends, I'm always like, you know, you're my best friend, but my sisters are like, which is so something different. Like that is so special. And I, wish that for my kids yeah I really do well I'll give you some secrets after the podcast yeah, please do oh my gosh because I don't know I, if they'll help but I've heard of some opposite situations and I'm like how did you guys get there yeah yeah no I don't I don't actually know either I was kidding I don't know how we did it there was a lot of time where we didn't like each other there's oh, a okay. lot of story of that so don't worry wait how close what age difference are you so guys? I just it's so funny I just found out that my sister's turning 30 I thought she was 34 Five. No, I thought she was turning 34. She's turning 35. Okay. So I thought she was younger, which is a compliment. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then my other sister's 32, and then I'm turning 30. Okay. Oh, so not that big of yeah. an age. And yet. then I have younger sister. I have a younger sister. I don't want to leave her out. She's almost 18, and then I have an almost 20, 21-year-old brother. Oh, okay. So they're yeah. younger. Mm-hmm. They're, oh, quite a bit younger. But also the same. I think I'm way closer with my older sisters. Uh-huh. And then my younger siblings are still just trying to, like, navigate life. So I was going to ask know? you, do you feel like that's a different relationship Oh, for with sure. Them? Like, okay. For sure. But my older sisters are, like, what I can fight. Like, they're, like. Your peoples. My people. You know yeah. what I mean? They've, yeah. they've paved the path. They know yeah. all the advice. You can give they, them the dirty and gritty. Oh, and, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just lay it all out for them. That's and then so my nice younger siblings, I'm like, no worries. The world is great. It's perfect. It's perfect. Don't worry. You just have a good attitude. Everything call, will work out. Um, my, call Brianna and she'll tell you what to do. Don't ask me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so lose my number. Um, <laughs> don't have any advice. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. That's no, great. I'm way closer with my older siblings. So, uh, anyways, I think that that happens over time, but don't get discouraged if they don't get along right away because believe me, hear. my sisters and I. Did not get along right away. I don't know what made us get along. I'm nervous for a girl teenager. Absolutely terrified, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. So we'll see. I'm nervous for all teenage. See, I think I have, um, I don't know. Travis told me that he was like, coming from him and kind of his mom, he was like a crazy, like, kid, toddler and kid, like, bad temper, just like my second kid. Mm. (laughs) And he was like, but I... Like, I think I got it all out. And I was a super calm teenager. Like, never, like, questioned my parents. Never did anything bad. Never went up against them. Like, had good grades. And I was like, okay. So, you need to figure out how you did that and make that happen for our children. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Can I have right? some advice? Because, like, yeah, my youngest Jax is, or not my youngest, my middle Jax. Um, he is, um, yeah, he's the feral one. Yeah. Well, see, my husband's older than me. So we went through like teenage years at different times. Okay. Um, But I do feel like, uh, and he also went to an all boys school. So I feel like there's some like things like our different experiences in high school. So it's hard to know what Grayson will be like, but also like the world is so different just from when like we were in high school to now. Yeah. I can't even imagine when Grayson goes to high school, what high school will be like. It'll be like flying cars and yeah, I was going to say like the cell phones and social media and tablets and like all this stuff. Who knows? That's scary. Which is why you just don't know, you know, because when people say things like, oh, you know, like this is what I'm doing for my son right now. I'm always like. Okay, thank you for your advice. However, I think it'll be very different in like the several years it's going to take Grayson to get to yes. those ages. So S- stuff is changing so fast, so now, fast. Even from like when I had my first to my my third, like things are so different. Yeah, and so it's just yeah, 
It, well, my sister tells a funny story about how like her, so her oldest is 14, almost 15. And he, um, uh, he is, she was saying like when he was younger, she like couldn't even take a picture of him. Uh-huh. Like she didn't have like a, a phone that took yes. pictures. It was, was like, like the Kodaks. Yeah, what? Yeah. You didn't have a phone that take like it's just. I remember when he was that age, but I was just so young. I mean, I was in high school. I didn't yeah. really like. Yeah, it's I didn't so really crazy think about that. No, we're so lucky for the instant access we have to like we memories are. now. Oh like, yeah, I mean, you should see my phone. I have like twenty five thousand photos right? of my phone. Too like, much. Wait. Like, too much access and it's like like not even five like 15 of the same picture essentially yes like okay you need to delete a few of these (laughs) like this is not necessary my husband's always like do you delete the ones that didn't like you didn't like and i'm like well no because i don't have time like by the time i get the good picture i saw the one that i liked and you know i know i had it so that's it i either put my phone down because i have to run after grayson or i post it and then i put my phone down and run after grayson so yes, like exactly. no there's no time to delete photos yeah i have been telling myself i'm like you need to go through your google photos and just delete the ones that are of like just a ceiling or yeah. you know a floor like we gotta at least do that yeah. i haven't got there yet <laughs> someday when you have all the time exactly in the world. i mean i can barely delete all the like spam emails i get oh so. my gosh Yes. We'll see. I have like 500 in my phone right now. We'll see how far I get. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, motherhood. Okay. Well, um, before we wrap up, what I would like to do is have you share like your most impactful or memorable mama story. Ooh. Um, Okay. Loaded question. Yeah, you can take a minute. Okay, thank you. We have editing skills. So oh, perfect. Thank you. Yes, this is just gonna take like two seconds for me to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, most impactful mama story that I've heard. Oh, or that you've like experienced. Like, if you think about like one time in your motherhood journey, what's like the one time that stands out to you the most? I mean. Just in my journey in general is just remembering that I am my own person as well, I guess. Just, you know, and hearing about other people kind of finding themselves again is just remembering that you're more than just a mom. You're yeah. more than just, you know, even more than just a wife. Like you are still you and you still have your needs and you still have the things that you want. And improving those can only improve the rest of the, you know, everything else that comes along with it. Like, it can only improve, like, how good of a mom you are, how good of a wife you are, how good of a friend you are. And I think the biggest thing that I can, like, even think about hearing from other moms is just remembering to remember yourself and not losing yourself in this journey and in this story and, you know, just keeping it together for everyone else and making sure you're happy. That's the biggest thing. Just make sure you're happy and make sure you know what's, you know, best for you and best for your family. And I think everything else will fall into place after that. Yeah. As long as you know, like your best, you know, the things that make you happiest, which are obviously probably going to be your family, but you need that self love and self care and, your friends and your group and honestly if I didn't have all if I didn't have the why and some of my best girlfriends like I would not be the mom that I am today yeah hands down hands down and it took me a while to realize that I want to say a couple kids and you know a few months but just remember you're important too and there's more than just being there every second with your kid yeah there really is yeah no that's really good And I think that the other thing I would like to add to that is that like not every moment feels like that, right? Like there's moments where you're like, okay, I'm, you know, taking time for myself or I'm doing good. And then there's moments when you're like, I'm so low and like, I can't figure out why I feel this way. And I think going back to that, right? Like resetting your expectations. What does motherhood look like? And what do I want? And what's me time look like? I don't even know that I need me time. Like my husband is like, you need to go do this. Like. Yeah, You know, and I'll just be telling him, like, I feel really down about how I interacted with the kids today. Like, I don't feel like I was my best self. And he's like, and, you know, thank goodness for him. He's just an angel. He's so Mm. amazing. But, you know, he comes in and he tells me, he's like, you know, you are one of the best moms that I've 
ever encountered in my life and you need to not be so hard on yourself and you need to recognize that you are doing everything you can do and maybe you need to step away for a little bit and go take some time for yourself and do something that makes you happy besides being with your kids yeah and so good him saying that really just like yeah oh it makes everything better (laughs) yeah that is so good and you know what that's why I think like this podcast isn't just for moms, it's for dads too, to in spouses and whatever. Yes, partners. Wherever yeah. you are. Um, just because I think that that's really important. Like when you're sharing something like that, that as a partner, you guys are working together for the common goal of your family. Yes, absolutely. And like, yeah, just both recognizing like where you want to be and how you want to, you know, live out that journey is huge. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm very good. grateful that I have that very, very yeah. grateful. Good. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to meet with me today. I really no, appreciate it. Thank you for even like doing this. I'm so excited and I love being able to talk with you. You're great. Oh, thank you. Well, you're great too. Thank you for listening. I hope you loved it. Please subscribe to this podcast so you can get the latest episodes and tell us what you think about it in the reviews. And mamas, I love you.